Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris as we get another week of football. Um, surprisingly, Jets has beaten the Giants. <laughs> I, I think 99% of Jets fans was was really was really thinking that the Giants was going to win that game. Uh, so <laughs> let's get into let's get into it. Um, positives that we have saw from this game. We know we saw a lot of negatives. But, uh, what, for, for this week, uh, what positives have we saw that uh, the Jets was able to win? Hey guys, uh, definitely a good a good week to uh, be a Jets fan. I mean, not. Those are few and far between this season, but uh, definitely the positive, the definite positive is Sam Donald returning to kind of what a little closer to what we thought we would be getting this season with him taking another uh, another step to being better. Um, the off-platform throws, the no panic in the pocket, the legs, uh, run for the first down, run for the touchdown. Uh, the accuracy and uh, these things, these things that we 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 thought we were getting when we got him, uh, we got him in the first round. So um, I think I think that's probably one of the biggest surprises in my, in my. I mean, not that as a surprise because for me, I never really gave up on the kid. I thought he would come back anyway. Um, I think I think a surprise, and that's been a surprise all season, is our defensive line. Even with without our number one pick out there, uh, Kyle Phillips, shout out, man. Foley Father Cassie, man, beast. I mean, there's memes now of this guy ragdolling dudes all over the place. Kyle Phillips seemed like he's unblockable. Uh, and uh, Canadian Thanos, <laughs> as the mm-hmm. fans call him, Nathan Shepard, man. I mean, he had a hell of a game, you know, a sack. Bunch of hurries. You seem like he lived in the backfield uh, a lot of times. So um, that was good. And uh, less on Austin, uh, New Jersey native, I think, or Queens native, I think. What uh, Chris is he? Yeah. Is he? He's a Queens native. Uh, you know I, what? I want, it's one of the other. around from the area. Yeah, he's from the area. Um, he's from the tri-state area. Um, um, who had uh, multiple college injuries and. And we thought he did, the Jets were just taking a fly on a player that had, yes, when he was healthy in college, you could see the range, the speed, the athleticism. And uh, they took a fly on him, and it seemed like for a moment there he flashed. Uh, he played well when he came in. He looked like the guy that he was before those injuries in college. Uh, even if he hadn't played football in a while, uh, we're all fans are very uh, encouraged about that and hope that knock on wood, he comes back to, you know, he comes back to what he, um, you know, what he can be or what we wish him to be. So um, definitely um, good news. Those are are all good news in this game. Yeah, plus Jamal Adams had an incredible game. Um, Yeah, saying all the positives, all your positives, no doubt, I love that Donald's, not just no turnovers, but he was, you know, also he was just getting rid of the ball when there was nothing there, you know, or he was eating it, one or the other. Yep. He wasn't yep. trying to force it, which is good. Um, hopefully that, that continues throughout the rest of the year. Um, the defensive line, like you said, 
stopped Barkley. I think he had one yard on 13 carries. That's, I mean, Barkley's probably not 100%. So yes, I'm not going to definitely 100%. not. Yeah, yeah definitely not, not going to give him that much credit, but still, I mean, even 80% of Barkley. Big play. Yeah, even Barkley, 75% is still a pretty good running back. So yep. uh, to hold him down to one. Daniel Jones did have a big day for uh, for the Giants, so yes, um, he did he did light us up. You know, four TDs, over three hundred yards. Um, but but you know what? That defense ended up getting getting to Jones too. Yes. got about six, seven sacks. So they six. so yeah, six. So mm-hmm. you know, they still did they they still what they had they they do they did what they had to do to get the job done. Even though it was even though it was tough. Um, shout out to Mr. Jones, but. They, they got the job done, you know, and that's all that matters at the at the end, I guess. So I don't know if they both they both horrible, you know. So I don't know what to say at this point. But yeah, shout yeah, out, no, definitely. Hey, and uh, Adam, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Adams had defensive player of the week too. So shout out to you on that one too, Adams. Yeah, I was just about to. I was waiting to bring him up after the fact. Yeah, and hey, and Wesco, we actually seen Wesco have a couple of plays this week. He yes. carried once. He caught. A 15-yard pass. So yes, you know, and I think with um, with the unfortunate news that Herndon's going to be out the rest of the year, maybe we'll see more of him. I was I was hoping to see more of him this year. I think we all kind of expected a little bit more out of him. But so hopefully we'll see the you know down the stretch here a little more of Wesco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put some he put he put some on the tape. But um, with all the positives I stated earlier, um, I think I think like Davin said earlier, I think we can't really uh, end our segment on the Jets game without talking about the fact that uh, Jamal Adams showed up in a big way. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think this is the guy, if a Jets fan has to, if we have to be real, um, real honest with ourselves, this is the guy that we call the president. This is the guy that we think that is probably one of the better players in the NFL. And we love, you know, and as a fan, because this is the this is the guy we hungered for, you know, not the talking, not the belly aching guy, not no, the show up, affect the game kind of safety, which because in in like I said in our in our episode before this, um, last week, um, safeties a regular safety could be a pretty good safety, not you know not known throughout the NFL because in reality, you know. It's not really a a a a a big position of a position of impact per se in in the NFL unless you become what he what 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 within Greg Williams' system what he played played like on Sunday it's that cause havoc you know cover tight ends cover wide receivers sometimes blitz you know call you know interceptions fumble recoveries sacks. If he continues on that kind of trajectory, that's the guy we can't lose. That's the guy we need. That's the kind of player that would change the culture of the Jets. The hands down. But if you're just going to be just a regular old safety, you know, that make a few splash plays here and there, man. I mean, that's that. That's, that's, not, that's not really, you know, that's not really going to be exactly what we need. And that, that's tradable in my eyes. An impact player like what he, how he played on Sunday is something that you can't trade away, something we need to keep for the future. Well, since we're speaking on Adams, uh, Chris Johnson, um, he, he said uh, 
that he that he was gushing about Jamal Adams, but future callers up to Joe Douglas when he hired Joe Douglas, he had he uh, let Joe Douglas get control of the fifty three man roster. Hmm. But he would like, but he would hmm. love to have Jamal on the team forever. So, <laughs> in my opinion, that means you know that he could would love to have the guy. But at the same time, he's like he got he trusts Joe Douglas to get this get this team to the best the best they can to, to try to make this a championship caliber team. Yeah, you know what I, I think that means a couple of things. Number one, it means we'd love to have him as long as the contract doesn't get out of hand. You know what I mean? Like if, if he's okay with taking this much, we're okay with keeping him. You know, we're not going to – basically, let's not have a contract issue with this guy and we'll, we'll keep him forever, you know. And also, he's kind of covering his own butt by saying, oh, it's up to, <laughs> it's up to Joe Douglas, right? Well, well, <laughs> well, he is and he is not. Because in reality, like, like we said before, I think, I think that indicates a little bit more – if we, if we could hold him at what he's saying to be true, um, what this is very refreshing because again, as Jets fans, we have, you know, heard rumors of the Johnsons kind of uh, playing a big part in football stuff that norm, that that owners of of their caliber that that are not really football guys should be involved in, you know. So so if he is basically giving Joe Douglas the whole enchilada, hey, man, do whatever you will. You know, I will come in and, like, you know, say a piece here and there. But for the most part, this is yours. This is encouraging in my eyes. Uh, when it comes to the Jamal Adams thing, I agree with you on one point, Chris. The, the other part of it that I don't really agree with is if Jamal Adams is the guy we saw on Sunday, you will have to pay that guy. If you're willing to part ways with that guy you saw on the field on Sundays with that, that causes havoc and creates turnovers and stuff like that week in and week out, then you'll have to pay him. There's no, there's no if, ends, or buts about it. You know, if, you're willing, if you're willing to pay him, then fine. You know, because, because it's going to cost you to have that kind of player. But if you're willing to part ways with him, it's, it's also, which is the part I agree with, it's also going to cost a team a bunch to be able to get a caliber player. So we do need the picks and we do need returns. You know, we have so many holes on this team. And if, yes, if it's necessary and it comes down to that and Joe, Joe um, Douglas does get, you know, say, hey, listen, you know, I love you, man, but it doesn't seem like I could build this team unless I get more and, you, and, and trading you away would be the best for us then somebody would have to pay a king's ransom for Jamal Adams. Right. I, I think for the right price, I would trade him. I'm not yes. going to trade him. I'm not going to trade him just to trade him. Nope. That's, you know, I'm not going to trade him just for a one and a two, maybe. It's got to mm. be, like you said, a nice ransom for the guy because he is that type of player. So when you look at our team, unfortunately, you know, you hate to use the word rebuild, but that's basically what we're, you know what I mean? That's basically what we're doing again, right? I mean, we got to rebuild that whole offensive line, you know. Um, we, need an, we still need an edge rusher. As, as good as these guys played this week, this is only one week against uh, arguably one of the worst offensive lines in football, too. You know, I know we I, probably I, got the worst, but the it Giants is the have, fun. Yeah, it's the funniest thing, not to cut you off, Chris, but it's the funniest thing to hear that about the Giants' offensive line because I thought, mm -hmm. 
they had been playing better. They have been playing better, but they're still, you know, not so good. And and, and the the funnier part is that they invested in that offensive line. You know, they drafted high. Yes. They also signed a couple of guys for some money. So, and they traded for guys. So it's not like, not like ours. (laughs) I think, I think that offensive line is better than they played on on Sunday. I think, I think what happened was Daniel Jones was holding the ball for way too long. Yeah. He's a rookie too. And he, He's holding the ball for like eight, nine seconds. The, you know, the NFL nine seconds is a whole day. You know, right. standing back in the back in the pocket. So I think, I think, I think they kind of. Uh, I'm not saying that there will be this at all. I'm just saying that um, him holding the ball that long definitely caused them more issues. I thought I thought they were a better player, uh, better offensive line. So that's I. That's why I, I just so that. You know, I don't want to take a little shine off of our boys in the front and our defensive tackles because I think, I think they really balled out. You know. Yeah. No. A, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. I just, I just think like they're gonna have to really rethink with, with Jamal Adams. You know, kind of like not forgetting what what happened a couple of weeks ago with the whole trading and possible trading, taking offers, whatever you want to call it. I think they got to just kind of look at the whole picture with Jamal Adams. Because does he really want to stay? That's great. If he does, awesome. Sign him to an extension. Pay him. But before you do that also, yeah, he's a great player. But like you said earlier, is he going to make that kind of – like is he going to have the game that he had this week, this past week, more um, – Often. Yeah, more yes. often than less often. That's where you got to yes. go. And is he going to impact the game as much as an edge rusher will or the corner or, you know, or the left tackle? You know, I, I, I know some games he's really jumpy. Like yeah, he gets, oh, he gets too excited to where he's you know doing penalties, and that's not his game. Right, you know? right. And 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 Davin, that was that's such him. a great. He'll improve on that. He'll definitely improve on that. That's such a great point. That's such a great point, Davin, because um um his aggressiveness a lot of the times, um. On in when we play when the Jets play good teams, the good teams pra- uh, practically go go after the fact that he's ultra aggressive and use that against him. Um, that's that's that also shows you that as good as he is now, that he is still learning. Right, and still gonna get better. Poised, yeah, the more poised this guy gets, the more dangerous he gets, because you know he's only been in the league for how long now, you know. So you so I'm just so listen. This this is this is a win-win for us, no matter how you look at it. If this kid blossoms into a Troy Palomalu, yeah, I mean, come on, man, you know we we need that, you know. Also, if we if it comes down to it and we have to trade him, we also could get multiple picks that would help build a future great Jets team, right? You know, so I don't I don't see a lose a, a loss in this in any of this. And that's the that's that's the dilemma that Joe Douglas and the entire front office is going to have to figure out uh, come this offseason. What are we going to do with him? You know, are we going to take offers for him? You know, again, and see what these guys are going to offer because obviously the Cowboys and the Ravens were pretty hard get you know going for him, so they're going to come hard again for him because they know Joe Douglas is going to listen, especially with all the minor drama that happened. Uh, the past couple of weeks with, you know, him getting upset and saying he'd, he'd love to play for Dallas uh, and all that crap. So, you know, 
but like you said, either way, we're gonna we're gonna we're definitely gonna uh, we're definitely gonna be ahead in the game. Either way, either we're gonna get yes. a great player, or we're gonna get a, a few picks that are gonna help Thanks. rebuild the team, mm-hmm. and and we might get two or three guys just like him in different you know different positions. So you never know. True. When's the last time the Jets have had a win-win play with either you could trade the play or you could have a great player? Like it's been a long, like a while <laughs> since yes, we got into the situation. That's yep. true. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Jets, uh, Hurden and Winters is on injured reserve. They have done for the season. It don't get no. It don't get no better for for the Jets. Um. <laughs> You know, shockingly, I think uh, the tight end position, we we find we got Wesco and we still got Griffin. And Griffin, yeah. I think we found on that. Uh, Winter's uh, offensive line is no better than what it is. So just do it and and then we'll we'll rebuild that offseason. Just to give a little quick shout out to him because he has a really bad shoulder too, just like Assembly. I don't know if it's the same injury, but – he was yeah. – uh, the team told him you should have surgery, and he kept on saying, no, I'll wait till the end of the year. So he hmm. was playing through an injury, unlike uh, Assembly. Um, yeah, uh, yeah he had partially – it was partially torn. Mm-hmm. And then then he dislocated it and torn the whole front on Sunday. Right. So imagine that. Man. So now – so, yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but so unfortunately – give him credit. Yeah, you yeah. give him credit, him. man. Yeah, yeah he he after the season, but yeah, shout out to him. Probably not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it happening, but I'm just saying. I, I, but yeah, shout out to him though. You know, at least, at least he did more than Osimile, and I, now I don't know what still was going on with Osimile case, but we'll figure it out. We'll find out sooner. Yeah. Sooner. We'll find out soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, Jets play the the Redskins this Sunday. Ugh. Oh Jesus! It, and 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 it's not getting no better. So let's 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 try to get a quick take on how the Jets can beat the Redskins. Well, uh, Haskins is starting, right? He's starting the rest of the year. So yes, you got a rookie quarterback making yeah. what his second start, I think. Mm-hmm. So and know, another right? and <laughs> another offensive line we could probably beat up on. Yes. So there you go. They do have guys coming back this week, I believe. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so that's going to help them. But still, this is a team that, you know, there was a couple of games here we thought we should definitely win, and obviously the Miami game. But uh, this is a game that they got to win. Rookie quarterback, I mean, not a good team here. The only win the Redskins has is against Miami, <laughs> So, uh, which is the team we lost to. So can't really gotta, <laughs> right. The Jets got to figure out ways of – how to how to get stops after lead and they are killing me. You lead fourteen zero and you just gave up thirteen points out the blue. I was like, here we go again. I said, yeah. yep. <laughs> Nate Nate Hurst Nate, Nate Hurston had one of the worst games yeah. in the corner I've ever seen. Uh, um, yeah. His technique was so bad. After a while, he gave up on whatever he was taught because he just looked bad. He he opened up his hips way too fast, and then the Slayton was just look at making him look like playing the least too. Yeah, because he again, if you hope if you open your hips up too fast, and then all of a sudden the quarterback, the 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 wide receiver goes to the back, your backside. The only way you're gonna stop him is by reaching out, and you reach out and hold him. You know, so unfortunately, 
uh, um, he was so bad. And he, I'm like I said before, he took a rookie that hadn't played football since college to come in and play a better game than him. Um, and then Alpha Millet. I mean, that's ridiculous, man, when you think about it. But anyway, uh, going to the Redskins game, uh, there, there is a wide receiver on the Redskins that is that kind of player. That's a, a, a route running. Uh, Talk about McLaurin. Yeah. Scary Terry, man. Uh, definitely <laughs> yeah, a, I like a him ridic- too. ridiculous route runner, man. So which corner will face up against him and give him issues and, you know, stop him from early no, no corners. Out of our corners. <laughs> you know, and that, that's the question. The question in that game is, you know, yeah, we don't have corners. And, you know, can, can Adam summon that beast that we saw last week again and give us another chance to win? You know, probably, can probably. can our D line ball out like they did again? That those are all questions. Yeah, Jordan we'll Jenkins, they are the good game. too. I forgot about Jordan yes, he Jenkins. Is. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah, he had a couple of sacks, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, I think he got two of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, he he did what he had to do. Um, so what's the what's the predictions for uh the Redskins Jets game? Yeah, I know. Mm. Uh, Last week we predicted the Giants and the Jets won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna. Maybe. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I'm gonna get sucked into this again. Uh, oh man! All right, I, I got. All right, they, they're sucking me in again. So I'm gonna say the Jets <laughs> will win. <laughs> uh, I'll say 27, uh, 20. Yeah, I'll go the same route. Twenty-seven, twenty Jets. Uh, I guess, I guess, I guess I'll go with the Jets. I don't know. No, oh, my goodness. Uh, 20, 20 to 17. I'll, I'll get the Jets a 3.1 shot. They can't lose to a, a rookie quarterback making his, what, second or third start, so. Yeah, and that's what we thought the same thing for Mr. <laughs> Fist Magic and Fist Magic. Tore the at least he's a veteran. <laughs> yeah, at, at least he's a veteran. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. This is disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting in my mouth. Let's let's go into some NFL. Um, Kaepernick. Kaepernick is, is going to be working out in Atlanta uh, Saturday for NFL, for the NFL teams. And the NFL won't release the list of uh, Kaepernick's showcase attendees. Uh, they said it's supposed to be, I think, 10, 15 teams at least. Um, how, 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 how is that going to play out for, uh, for Kaepernick? And will he sign with the team? I will, I will, I will start this because I want, I want, I want our resident uh, cap specialist, Chris, to um, be last on this. Um, definitely, I'm happy for him that he's getting a shot. Um, I think that should have happened a while ago. Um, give the, give him a shot to to prove then you know if he is still an NFL NFL quarterback. He hasn't played football in a while. You know, is he is he anywhere close? To being ready, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like this is a little bit too late. But you know, you know what? He might, uh, he might uh, make me, you know, wrong. You know, so I, um, you know, I'm happy for him. Uh, I, I still think that it's a little late, but I hope it works out. Um, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I'm gonna say this before you go on, Chris, because I already know you got, you got a lot to say. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Kaepernick is better than. I'm gonna say Brian Hoyer. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. You can name a lot of guys that he's better than. Patrick, we we can name <laughs> we can name so many guys. The guy hasn't played in three years, so of course he's gonna be rusty. But that's the bad part. Cap, yeah. So Kaepernick said that he has been working out, 
like you say he has been, and it shows on Saturday. I, I could definitely see him being signed this week, probably no. This weekend, probably no, but maybe next week. But if, I, if I'm like the Colts or if I'm like the Dolphins or the Buccaneers, um, I, would, I would give him a shot. Just because of the fact of the matter is that Winston has not done nothing. Hmm. If Brissett is week to week and y'all have to win games to go to the playoffs, then y'all, I, I think y'all need a better option at quarterback. It's, it's just, it's just to me, it's just play it smart and see what happens. So if 10 to 15 teams are supposed to be there, please just give, give him a chance. And if, he, and if it works out, then it'll work out for Brissett in the, when he comes back. And they'll give him time to rest, too. Yep, I agree. The one thing, I, I did read one thing with, uh, I don't know if this is right or whatever, but uh, what's his name from ESPN? Um, Schefter? No. Um, the Big Mouth. Oh, my God, what's his name? Big Mouth. The Big Mouth. I know uh, it's not Ian Rapport. <laughs> the highest, no, not a football guy. The highest paid guy. Now they just made a big oh, thing. Stephen about A. It. Smith, Lord Jesus. Yes, Stephen A. Stephen <laughs> A. So I, I shouldn't call him a big mouth. I actually like him a lot, but he did say like something like today. Uh, well, no, he did. Fake, the fake Knicks <laughs> fan. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, come on. <laughs> we can have, we can have a whole show right, on this but guy. Anyway, anyway yeah, let's right. leave it alone. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, he did say he heard from some NFL insiders, he didn't say who or what, but he did say that he will get a contract if he looks good throwing the ball and if he keeps his mouth shut from now until he's, he does the workout. Now, you guys could go with that wherever way you want to go, but that's what he said. I personally, I don't get why they're doing this now. I mean, it's three years past. And why, yeah. like, to me, why is the NFL doing this? Because it mm. can't be really a PR move, right? Because they're basically, it's basically been quiet about mm. Ka- uh, Kaepernick. You know, like, we haven't For really a while had now. Any. Yeah, yeah. nobody so, insane. Yeah. Why do you want to resurface this that kind of gave you the bad, you know, whatever, the bad press from, from certain people? Maybe um, Jay-Z got something to do with it. Could be. So I, I just don't understand the timing of it. Um, I did hear on Pro Football Talk this morning that Mike uh, Fiorio, he's a former lawyer, so he said it might be them covering their butt in case Kaepernick wants to sue again. Because hmm. there might be a second lawsuit coming, and they might be just kind of covering their butt by saying, hey, look, we gave him a shot, you know. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that's hmm. true, but that's what he, he brought up that point, so that's something else to think about. Hmm. I don't I, know. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, and a team that, you know, you got to think about maybe that he would fit in perfectly in their style of offense right now. If something bad happened to their starter, would be the Ravens. I know that RG3 is their backup, but maybe maybe they would pick him up as like a third. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, this is, this, and the I think, is a good choice I, too, think because... I think a lot of times when we talk about subjects where the, the information is limited, Right. This is this is the one of the things that I hate because there's too much, uh, you know, half yeah. truths being thrown around and people saying I heard this person or this person told me or this anonymous guy said this, you know, and this stuff. Yeah, is you never like, know. 
So yeah, I, I'm, so I just, for me, I'm happy for him. Let him have his shot. I yeah. hope he gets a, a contract and he gets to play football because I know if you were playing that game all your life and then you just abruptly stop playing it, it would hurt. And I hope that he gets back to doing the thing that he loves. And that's so that's my that's my take on it. I, I I just think, you know, like as if he really wanted to keep playing, you know, to stay in shape at least, he should have played up in Canada. You know what I mean? He could have been playing up there, he'd have been in football shape because yeah, he's probably gonna be in great shape, physical shape. I'm sure he's in but great not shape. Foot, but right. not football. Exactly. That and that's totally different. I mean, you mm. could be in the best shape of your, your life, but you haven't mm. taken a hit in how long, you know? Right. So, I, I don't know. It's – I mean, I, I hope to God he gets signed, man. I really do. I really want him to get a shot and yeah. and maybe even going into next year because he's – like you said, he's better than this guy. He should be, at the very least, a backup quarterback. At the very least. Correct. Yes. Very I mean, true. Come on. Without a doubt. I mean, we, we all know that. I mean, yeah, anybody we must... who doesn't think that is is not – seeing football right or something because <laughs> the guy's, he's got skills man he should have been a backup somewhere yeah correct good, yeah. good luck mr kaepernick uh we'll we will be rooting for you um let's let's get into some uh mr mr buccaneers released uh former first round pick vernon hargreaves uh and the reason why he got released was because he didn't hustle to try to make a tackle on uh by receiver cardinals uh isabella um then, then, uh, so Adrian's got mad and released him, and then now the Texans have claimed have claimed him. Um, is it is it something that the Texans need? Because you know the Texans uh, lack in cornerbacks, as we always talk about. Yeah, um, I mean they're doing they're doing this again for the hundredth time, talking about a team without a without a GM. And whoever the hell it is that's making the decision, the coach um, mm-hmm. making the decisions. Um, I mean, they need corners. Uh, uh, at off air, we were talking about the fact that it's brought up the fact that he is still owed by the Buccaneers $9 million for next year that they had guaranteed. Um, for, a t- for a player to be released and knowing that the team owe him money like that means the team is fed up with him. Normally, when you see things happening on the surface with players, there's a lot the teams probably have hidden from you that you don't know about this guy. So if his hustle is not, maybe his hustle is not the only issue they have with him. Maybe they're just fed up with him. You know, um, I'm, you know, that's why that's why I'm always uh, kind of, uh, you know, I kind of uh, stare clear of players that that teams release like that under those circumstances because sometimes. They've done so much because this guy is a very talented kid. You know, he was, it was about three years ago. He came out first rounder, you know, um, um, teams don't give up on first round picks just all out of the blue. That makes absolutely no sense unless he has burned way too many bridges. So, uh, I mean, I hope for his own good, he turns a, a new leaf, but a lot of Jets fans were like, yeah, we need corner, go ahead and try it. Uh, and I'm like, listen, we have enough issues here. We don't need some other dude coming around, you know, being Tremaine Johnson. No, we had that issue before. You know, we don't need that. Yeah, I just, I just didn't understand why the Texans, why the, not the Texans, why the Buccaneers would, um, what do you call it, get that fifth-year option, you know, 
would trigger the fifth year option on him if they felt a little bit uneasy about him. I would have made him, you know, maybe play this year out or something. I, I that part I don't understand. It's very strange yeah, instead of to cut him now. Some bad, like you said, something yeah, must have really. Something. Yep. Um, so that that was, I think, that was probably the big reason why the Jets didn't want to pick him up. I figured before I heard that, I figured, you know what, pick him up for the rest of the year, and you know what, he's going to want to play hard for the, you know, for the rest of the year because he's going to want a new contract. But he's got nine million coming to him next year, so maybe next year will be the year he's going to try hard. I guess I don't know. We got our own problems. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm going to do it next year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going by. You know, hey. I mean, the guy's got the talent, obviously, right? He was yep, drafted first obviously. round, eleventh yep. overall, so he's, yep. he's got the talent. It just, uh, you just don't have the heart, I guess. Got I don't know. Problems with Jermaine Johnson. We got, yeah, we got one lazy bum. <laughs> just likes to collect checks. Exactly. Yeah, we got our own problems. Um, let's let's uh do do a quick report on uh this um on Roger Goodell. Uh, new CBA done could be done. I mean, new CBA deal could be done uh by early 2020. Uh, 17 game schedule is likely. Um, they said that the negotiators for both sides have reportedly made meaningful progress. Um, decreasing the likelihood of a work of a work stoppage, uh, you know, uh, could affect the 2020 season. Um, how important it is for the seed for this uh, deal to get done, and if the 17 game is likely, is they going to uh, get the preseason down to three games? I would think that has to happen. That has to be part of the the agreement to add a regular season game. They got to take away a preseason game. I, I can't see how the, the players are going to, okay, you know, are going to be okay with this at all. So um, I just, I hate to see them add another game. I think 16 is perfect. Um, the 17, I remember we spoke about it a few weeks ago. They were thinking about adding, if they were going to add the 17th game, it was going to be eight home, eight away. And then that one uh, neutral side game for every team. So you might see more international games coming. Um I don't know. I mean, obviously, they're going to have to get back to the players. Maybe the one less preseason game, I'm sure they're going to get more money somewhere. There's got to be, you know, they're going to play an extra game, so they're going to get paid more. So uh, um, let's see how this works out. Um, you know, I, I don't want to see them at another game, but, you know, I'm interested to see how, how it shakes out. I'm more, I'm in, like you said, I'm, I'm more, I think, I think the headline of this CBA agree, um, um, upcoming CBA agreement is or or argument or whatever it is, is going to be. Oh, we're adding a game. My thing is, what are the players going to get back, or what they're going to take back? You know, if they're going to be given given something up, what are they going to take back? And that's what it. You know, that's what are they going to change the rookie wage scale? Are they going to change that whole fifth year option crap? You know, stuff stuff like that is what I'm more interested in than anything else. Um, um, of 18 games or not, you know, because I think football is great the way it is. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, for me, I don't, I, you know, I think I feel, I think I, I could speak to, speak for most fans. We really don't care for another game. You know, we just want the product to be better than it is or remain the same or, you know, we don't want uh, 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 more injuries. We don't want more, you know, you know, more meaningless football. We want meaningful football more than we need more games. Yep. Either way, they're going to find some way to make more revenue 
for themselves and not, you know, not just they don't, you know, they don't, they care about the fans, but then again, they don't because they just making more money for themselves. And the players, when they'll find some way to get the players a little bit more, more money, how much of a percentage? I don't know, but hmm. find some way to work it out. As long as they're getting more money, that's all that matters, especially if they're doing international games. 17 games, international, different teams? Shit. There you go. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, um, so before we get into our uh, player of the week, um, I know y'all watched the Monday night game, so uh, I'm going to let y'all both speak on how y'all felt about the Monday night game. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, definitely a classic, man. Um, I think, I think uh, Russell Wilson kind of uh, solidified uh, in the minds of most people. Davin, that how <laughs> much of an elite quarterback he is. I'm um, say what I say after you done, because <laughs> you on because y'all y'all gonna have to know what my solid reason is. Well. I'm just lost. Yes, he had the one blemish, uh, something that you know almost never see him do. Throw that interception that was kind of a glaringly bad mistake, but that's something that's something Russell Wilson almost never does. Uh, is that quite a g- good defense? I mean, they didn't have everybody. And you could still tell the, why there's such a scary team to face. And he looked right them, them right in the eye, and he just kept pulling magic rabbits out of his ass. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this kid is something else, man. Russell Wilson, big respect to you, man. Uh, definitely. Uh, uh, DK Metcalf, a lot of people made fun of the fact that he, his three-cone drill was crap, and he probably wouldn't be a, a productive Wide receiver in the league. That was a lie. Uh, Josh Gordon arrived there, what, a few days ago. Boom. Two f- critical fr- uh, third down catches. Um, he's making tight ends um, that nobody knows into superstars or, or guys that that turn up when they need them to. You know, uh, definitely um, a great game, man. The 49ers, uh, Jimmy G looked kind of shook a little bit because the uh clowny was in his face all night man uh that was quite a game uh yeah, unfortunately the uh the 49ers didn't have their kicker in and they had a rookie kicker and they had he had a chance to win the game pulled the ball giving the seattle another shot at winning the game but that was one of the uh, best football man i stayed up i couldn't fall asleep i stayed up and watched it i really liked i really loved the game definitely you know what it was to me it reminded me of of like old school football you know, it was just very physical game you could tell both teams were trying to get the running game going like the old yep. days and another thing too like we're talking about the game we're not talking about a bad call by a ref at all yeah no bad calls right yes. how many big games have we watched it's always something it's always that one or two bad calls and you're like oh i can't believe they gave him this or they didn't call pass interference or whatever it may be. The fumble, it wasn't a fumble. and But there was nothing. It was just a good old-school football game. And that, that's what I loved about it. Russell Wilson, like you said, he did throw that interception late, but he's just amazing, man. When when he had a chance to win it at the end, he did. You know, he, yeah. he brought his team right down. And our old friend kicked a field goal, uh, Myers. Um, I, I yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, he came through when he had to. I'll tell right. you that. Um, I'm also 
you know, their their offensive coordinator used to be our offensive coordinator at some point. Yes. Um, yeah. um you could see his uh it's kind of tailored offense, the way he likes to run the ball and everything like that. I think Russell Wilson takes that offense and makes it a hundred times better than it would been would have been anywhere else. But yeah, um definitely big respect to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that was oh, that just shows you, man. The playoffs are gonna be wide the NFC playoffs are gonna be awesome to watch this year. Yeah, that was just two teams. Those are two teams, and you got whoever's going to win the NFC East is going to be tough to beat in the playoffs too. Whether it's Philadelphia or Dallas, yeah, you know. Then you got the North. Uh, yeah, the North. You got either uh, um, Green Bay. Yep. Um, yep. And then you got the the South. You also got Carolina. You got Carolina. Saints. You got a lot of good Saints. teams. A good yeah, team man. is not. A, one or two good teams are not making the playoffs this year in the NFC. It, it, it would look <laughs> that way, huh? Definitely. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun in the NFC. Yes, it will. Uh, listen, the only reason why Forty Nines lost is that damn Nick Bosa and Jimmy G gonna do this Dak Prescott fucking pregame. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck on, just that that Prescott dude so, said so. lost the game, and then they fucking do the same <laughs> shit, trying to tease him, and then fucking lose the game. <laughs> So that so that's the reason why the 49ers lost the game. <laughs> yeah, let, let Sam Darnold do the same shit and lose the game. Then this gotta be this gotta be that fucking dance. This gotta be that pregame. <laughs> that it might be. Uh, man, you know how the NFL is, man. I mean, know how the internet is. I mean, the internet, hey, we're talking man, about they... guys that were out too. The guys on San Fran were out. Yeah. Too. Not just the kicker, yeah. but who was that? George um, Kittle. George Kittle's the tight end wasn't there. That was huge. Um, yeah, that was huge for them. You know they missed their middle linebacker, Quan Alexander. He's on IR. Then, then his replacement was out of the game at one point. And then Sanders he got, got hurt injured. too early on. Yeah, Sanders went. Yeah, when he wasn't there. In late. reality, yeah. in reality, after Sanders left the game, I don't think that offense looked as good as it was looked oh, good sure. at all after that. that. That's the problem that they had before getting Emmanuel Sanders was that the offense was looking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Looking garbage. They defense well, it, was, was making them win games. They was looking yeah, like the fucking have, New York Jets. Well, they, they were relying on the, the running game a lot more, and this, exactly. the Seahawks basically shut their run. run down. <laughs> yeah, and there's no there's no threat on the outside with Sanders, and there's no threat up the seam with Kittles. So the forty the the Seattle yeah. definitely ha- was was able to uh, uh, just shut down the run and 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 force. Well, and then even and and you know what I will say I will say that as good as Seattle was, I'll also say that uh, Jimmy G's wide receiver didn't right, wide receivers didn't give him a shot, man. Yeah, a lot, a lot of drop passes. Drops. Yeah, a lot man. of drop passes. Like criti- at critical times too. Yeah, so I, I think this is this is gonna be a different game if they face each other again, and they will. I think isn't it the last week of the year uh, season? Yeah. I think they're playing again. Yeah. It'll be yeah, in it's Seattle. Gonna, it's gonna be another rumble. Yeah, so. This is round round one, uh, maybe even three <laughs> rounds again. We might see them play three three times. That yeah, that they, would be crazy know, if they face yeah. in the playoffs. That that could definitely happen. So um, this is definitely a preview of some. Yeah, they do play the, the final week at Seattle, and you know what? Woo! That's probably going to be for the division, and it's probably going to be flexed to Sunday night. So that's probably going to be a prime time game. I'm just taking a guess, but. <laughs> the way the way it's kind of going to work out, to, you know, both of these teams are just really good. So, right. yeah, yep. exactly. this again. So, so let's get into our week ten uh, player of the game, uh, player of the week. Um, go for it, Chris. Uh, you know what? 
I was gonna I wanted to bring this guy up because I was I got some stats on him and I was like I I read them and I, I couldn't believe my my eyes when I was reading it but <laughs> make a Fitzpatrick from the Steelers yes yep yeah okay let me just I'm gonna give you guys real quick in the 18 games with Miami he had three takeaways and one defensive touchdown in seven games with Pittsburgh so far he's got six takeaways and two defensive touchdowns. So he's doubled his production in just seven games. This needed the right system. Yeah, I mean, and we yeah. kind of, uh, us, I think, and a lot of people were kind of questioning that trade because it was like, why, you know, why is Pittsburgh, they just lost Roethlisberger, you know, are they really going to be this good? You know, gave up a first-round pick for this guy. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely yeah. didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think that it was a good greatest or the greatest of ideas to do the trade, but any weapon in the hands of these coaches have always proven to be lethal. You know, um, there, there's a lot, there was a lot of uh, questioning of, of Mike Tomlin last year and even to the point of people saying he might lose his job. But the one thing you can't question is that Mike, Mike Tomlin is a hell of a coach and the coaches mm -hmm. that are around him are, hell, are, are really good coaches. You take you take a weapon like Minka Fitzpatrick was who was one of the better talents coming out in that draft when he came out, uh, and you put him in their hands and you see what they could do, man. Under the like 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 Davin said, under the right system, and a player of his caliber could explode. And this is mm. what you're seeing there right now. Yeah. yeah. So and, and even though Jared you know Goff disappointed uh, again. Yeah. No. But you know what? You got to give Tomlin. <laughs> you got to give Tomlin credit, man. He might he. He should be up for coach of the year this year because yes. he's, he's, he's done. A, you know they were zero and three, I believe, yep. to start yeah, the season. At one point, yeah, without yeah. their starting quarterback and everything, and just slowly but surely coming back to the rising to the top, like the cream always rises. Two problems with uh, golf. Not not to, uh, not to talk, you know. I know you were saying golf is another bad game, but there's two things that are going against them. Number one, they can't get any running game going. And nope. number two, their line is horrible right now. Their offensive line is bad too. Yep. So he's not yep. getting the time. It, so. It's really, yeah, it's really magnified the fact that they lost two offensive linemen, one yeah. that they let go and they never signed back. That's kind of coming back to bite them, and one they did not sign back, uh, one they let go. So uh, that's really coming back to bite the Rams. But uh, I think I think it's time for me to shout out uh, Lamar Jackson, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a hell of a game. I mean, the numbers don't tell it, but the ridiculous runs, uh, um, the accuracy, the way he fits in that offense so well. Um, also, I wanted to point out the little conversation him and Harbaugh had on the sideline that was on, that was mic'd somehow. Uh, if you guys heard the little conversation yeah. where um, Harbaugh told him mm. that a lot of kids are going to be wearing his jersey someday. And, and it, and Harbaugh has always been one of my favorite coaches in the NFL, man. Every time I listen to this guy talk, you know, it just seems to me, again, like co like uh, coaches of what their job is, even if it's for, it's more, it's, yes, it's to win games, but it's to dynamically impact a man's life, basically. Because when you do that, you turn them into something more, you know, and the kid just needed a shot, man. With everybody saying, oh, you need to be a wide receiver. Oh, you need to do this. and Oh, you need to do that. He just needed somebody to believe in him, you know. And uh, I, I've heard stories of, 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 of where um, the GM at the time, that was the outgoing GM of the Ravens at the time, um, 
uh, wanted to take him, but wanted the coach to okay it and had to go down and ask him, hey, listen, I think a lot about this kid. You know, what do you think? And the coach is like, bring him on. Because we're going to, what we're going to do is we're going to revolutionize the way the game is played, which is ridiculous after 100 years of NFL football. Uh, but um, this is what you're seeing, man. Week in and week mm. out, you see the Ravens run an offense that you've never seen before. So um, shout out to Lamar Jackson, man, definitely. Got a hell of a game. Um, and, I, and I did say last week podcast to pick him on the fantasy team, too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, I got three players, shockingly. Um, my first two is the combo in this goddamn outdoor, I will never say this name, Tannehill and goddamn Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry. Uh, Tannehill with the game-winning touchdown throw against the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, yep. And Derrick Henry with a big game, 23 carries for 188 rushing yards and two touchdowns. So that's so. Shout out to y'all. Um, I thought I would never say your name, Tannehill, but apparently I'm 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 a goddamn football expert. Just call him saying once you come in the game, you wanna you gonna do something better than Mariola. There you go. Um, shout out to y'all. And my third player is actually uh the guy that I say was a uh, MVP so far in my eyes, Dalvin Cook. Um, he was he was he was getting yes. he was giving it to that Cowboys Hell of a game. So yeah. Yep. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all three. Y'all, y'all definitely deserve it. And Tannehill, please, yeah. please don't disappoint me no more because you, you actually doing good. <laughs> doing solid. Yeah. Doing better than what you did in Miami. <laughs> I think I think I think with I think with this with this said, the way you just said this, I think that I think this deserves a little bit of a recap uh of the NFL games that we had this week because I think uh honorable mention is the Falcons defense. I mean you held the Saints to nine points and sacked Breeze six times. Is this is what I'm reading this I right? Drew Breeze always had I a problem against the Falcons. What the I hell don't know, is man. going on? I don't what, get this I, game. That game was like I. Who would predict this? Not who, me. Who uh, the hell would think that's possible? It was like a <laughs> and the, you know what the spread the spread was fourteen points. That's what I'm saying. How many times is a home? Favorite, favorite by fourteen lose. I mean, lose. Ba- right badly. They lost by seventeen. <laughs> I, I, I was, I kept on, you know, I'm watching the Jet Giant game, and I kept, you know, looking down at the score, and I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> like the Falcons are garbage, or they've been garbage yeah. all all year. All and year, now, and then all year, and rise, they rise out of the dead for one game, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Yeah, definitely, Freaking- the fans did. <laughs> Freaking zombies, man! I, no, that, that threw me off, man. In New Orleans too. That that's that really got me. Yeah. At home, and I, yeah, that was that was that was a surprise. And I think and I think I can't mention that game if I don't mention the fact that uh, talking about guys rising out of nowhere, uh, Kareem Hunt comes back and for and and helps the the uh, the Browns, Browns beat the Bills. Seventy mm-hmm. something yards on his return. I think the Browns had almost two hundred yard re- uh, running, rushing. That's uh, um, a good defense. The Bills. Too. A pretty good defense. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. and I definitely didn't see them beating because they just looked so out of sorts the last couple of weeks. I didn't see them beating the the Bills. Uh, the Browns winning that first game. Uh, um, I guess I guess now Baker Mayfield will welcome you home to his uh, stadium. Um, with his okay. weird mustache, uh, <laughs> um, yes. uh, I think I think I also I also want to mention the fact that 
the Dolphins won against the Colts. Uh, yeah, and then y'all pissed, and y'all pissed me off because I said last week I, I, I won't be surprised if the Dolphins will win. You just I should have chose, and I should have chose the, the damn Dolphins because Brian Hoyer was a sucky quarterback, and he always have and always will be. Uh, I mean, this is I mean, exactly why Calvin Kaepernick needs to just be there. Jesus Christ. That's true. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. And and Terrible. Chris mentioning. Yeah, and Chris mentioned in Minka Fitzpatrick, I think shout out to the fact that the Steelers have won. It's, they were like eight and one since some somewhere last season, I think, or some shit like that. I don't know. I mean the 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 um the Steelers defense is looking looking like a piece of a, a, a cut out of the old steel curtain, man. They balling out right now. Uh yeah, they, they did lose their first three games, right? They did, yes, yes. And then That's I think they won. Sorry about that, yeah. No, no, I, it's, it was something that. like that. No, it's all right. I yeah. I guess, the way they're playing now, man, like I said before, I, I really think uh, Tomlin should, should get at least some kind of credit for Coach Deer. They've won four he'll, straight. He'll get, he'll get some kind of credit. They lost their first uh, one, two, three games. Then they beat Cincinnati. Then they lost to Baltimore. And then they won four straight. So, And now they got Thursday uh, tomorrow night. They're going to be tomorrow night. Them again at Cleveland. So yeah. the teams that we just talking about, they're going to be playing against <laughs> each other. Yeah, so, that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, uh, and the la- the last game I wanted, the uh, last team I wanted to shout out was the the Raiders. I mean, uh, uh, they 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 smashed the crap out of the Chargers. Uh, Philip Rivers throwing three interceptions, getting sacked multiple times. He just he looked so bad, man. Did you guys catch that? I mean, he yeah. just looked bad. He was supposed to have four interceptions thrown, but one got a. Uh... Call back with a penalty, but Josh Jacobs is that. Josh Jacobs is yeah, that guy good. for a rookie. He's good. Definitely yep, yep. AFC he's rookie good. of the year so far. Chucky, Chucky's, Chucky, Chucky's laughing now, man. I know. I mean, I was he's part talented. of the people. Just, I was, I was one of the guys that that didn't think that that team would amount to too much this year, and they're proving me definitely, man. The Raiders, they look, they look like a formidable op- opponent for anybody. Definitely one of the bigger disappointments is the, the Chargers, too. I mean, I think we thought the Chargers would be yes. a little better than this. And, um, yeah, definitely. I'm about to say, if Antonio Brown was with the Raiders, the Raiders would have, oh, my God, they would have been, they would have probably been dynamic. All right. Yeah. Yes. And think about it. And this definitely. is the time of the year, really, is where these losses are going to be huge. Every loss you get now, I mean, they're always huge in football because they only play 16 games. But now when you get these games, because now you're running out of games and, you know, a lot of teams now play ten games. You know, nine, yep. uh, nine games, nine or ten games. So it's right. going to be. You know, now you got either six or seven games left. So every game counts now. True. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Let's get into our week eleven uh, picks. Thursday, uh, tomorrow night's game, uh, Thursday night game is the Steelers against the Browns. Yeah, like I, I like I said before, Steelers, man. Uh, now they just look like a really formal, like they could cause people headaches on defense. I don't, as much as the, I see the Browns running the ball right now, uh, I think I think they just caught the Bills on a bad time. I won't believe it until I see it. Uh, I still believe in the Steelers. I think uh, Cleveland's going to start bouncing back at home. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland. Uh, I think I'll choose Pittsburgh. Um, I like what I see out of Pittsburgh. So, 
I think I think I'll choose Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Um, Cleveland only did it for Baker. Only did it for one week. Um, I still don't believe him. I still don't believe in him. <laughs> shockingly, <laughs> yeah, uh, Cowboys against the Lions. That's the Cowboys. Lions are falling apart a little bit, uh, injury wise, and uh, Stafford didn't play last year, last week. Uh, don't know where that where he stands this week. Um, it's too early in the week to say. But but I think I think they're not. Uh, I don't think they're they're healthy enough to uh, play a, with a team in the Cowboys that I think that are better than most people think. Uh, they're just somehow they ha- they always have this habit of not being able to be, you know, bring their game to that next level. They're just always just right there, like right off of the edge, not really on top. Mm. Yeah. That Prescott don't do that dance, so I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Dallas too. Like you said, I think Detroit is just falling apart. Uh, Jaguars against the Colts. Uh, Nick Brissette Foles is should coming be back. back, and Foles is coming back too. Oh, Foles is back. There you go. Brissett, there you is go. Brissett playing, or is he still week to week? I think they said that he should be back this uh, this week. Last time, last thing I read, I could be wrong because be when it's earlier in the game. season, it's so it's so early in the season. Uh, I'm, I mean, the week, um, it's hard for you to you know to take to get the real injury report until sometimes until yeah, he's expected to so, start and he fully practiced on Wednesday. Yeah, that, the, um, yeah, but I still think go. that's gonna be a really tough game for the Colts, man. Uh, oh, I say yeah. Jags. I say the Jags will win that game. I'm going to go the Colts because Foles is making his first start. It's going to be a little rusty, I would think. So, I'll I'll, I'll go with the the Colts. Yeah, I, I think I agree with the Colts. Uh, Nick Foles would be would be way rusty because he only played what a few. Of, you know, I don't even think he played two or three series before he got injured. Correct? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I think he's going to be real rusty. But if he plays good, then shout out to you, folks. But um, this is a big this is a big game for the Colts. The Colts are 5-4, and four, and they were yeah. like 5-2, and 5-3. and three. Yeah, yeah, this is... Ago. So this is a big game for the Colts. So the Colts have to win this game. That's going to be a hell of a matchup. Race. That's going to oh. be a hell of a matchup between that offensive line and that defensive line, man. The Colts' offensive line is one of the better offensive lines in the league. And that Jack's defensive line is pretty good. So that's going to be a hell of a matchup. I, I just want to watch that. I think yeah. football more than any other in any other sport, obviously, because they got less games. But once you get past the halfway point, like in basketball and hockey, once you get past the all-star break and baseball also, that's when things really start to kick in. They really start to heat up. You know, the, the division races and football is, is, no, is even more intense since there's not many games. So – all these games, man, are just they're, they're so tight now. So, and they're big, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, we got Bills against the Dolphins. Got to go Bills, right? Go with Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, you got to go with Buffalo, man. I'm, I, I like I Buffalo. said before, I, I thought Buffalo just had a bad game. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't think that defense is the who they play, how they played last weekend. I think they're better. Shit than happens. That. Yeah. Fitz Magic, he's got to <laughs> run out, right? Yeah, the magic supposed yeah. The magic ended. <laughs> never never ended. last long. Mm, Jesus. Uh, you got Bron- Broncos against the Vikings. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to go with my boy, Davin Cook. I'm going to go with the Vikings. 
No, I'm not yeah, saying man. I'm not saying his name, but yeah, I'll go with the running back. You mean your cousin? <laughs> uh, my cousin. That's your cousin. <laughs> Listen, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that goes the Vikings. Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, we got the Saints against the Buccaneers. Uh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you gotta go. With the Saints gotta bounce gotta, back, yeah. right? Saints gotta Come bounce on. back. They, they gotta. Yeah. I know Tampa yeah, Bay's they, been playing decent, but they sleep. They sleep. They sleep. They they were sleepwalking through that Falcons game, and so. now they were awake, and they're gonna win this Sunday. Expecting a high scoring game. Yeah, both teams. It's gonna be a high scoring game. Um, Falcons against the Panthers. Panthers. Um, yeah, there's no way. There is no Panthers way the Panthers need Falcons. to win this game. Yes, yeah. they do. The same as yes. the Colts, because they, they, you know, all these winning records that's going on. We don't know who's going to the playoffs and who's not at the end of it. And they almost beat Green Bay in the snow uh, this past week. Yeah, that was a good that's game. That was another good. Team. Yeah, that was another yeah. good game, man. Yes, it went right down to the wire. So, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, go. Carolina is nothing to sneeze at, man. They're a really competitive yep. team. Oof. Right. Uh, game. Uh, this is this is my game of the week. Uh, the Houston Texans against the Baltimore Ravens. Woo! Mm. There you go. Listen, man. I'll go. I'll go Ravens. But this is gonna be a high-scoring game. And yeah. I, the only reason why I'm going Ravens is I still I don't see the the Houston Texans having an answer for that offense, whatever it's called, that the Ravens ran. That's all. That's the only reason why I, I think they're going to win. I wish they flexed this game to Sunday night, man, because this is going to be a good one. Um, yes. Like you said, high scoring, without a doubt. Uh, but got to go with Baltimore squeaking it now, I think. 31-30, yeah. something like that. 30, something like that, yes. <laughs> Definitely agree. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with my upset pick of the week. I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to believe in Deshaun Ooh, Watson. There you go. Man. I like, the I like, Michael I like Jordan the of football. Yeah. <laughs> remember, Watson, coach said he's a that, hell of a quarterback. As much as Lamar right. Jackson is, um, I think this is a must win for, for Houston. So I'm actually going to pick Houston to win it. It ain't nothing against Lamar. Uh, Lamar did, did all his juke moves and everything and could have saved a little bit of that juice for, for Houston <laughs> Texans team. So I'm going to go with Houston this week. Okay. Upset. Okay. Um, we got the Cardinals against the 49ers. We know she won the Cardinals. The 49ers That's should tough. win. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. They got to bounce, bounce back big Absolutely. time. I think 49ers, yeah. I think I think Kittle should be back. Um, um, I'm, I think they unfortunately lost their running back for a while. Uh, Breida uh, is going to be out. I think Kittle should be back. Um, I don't know about Sanders. I don't remember how bad that injury was. Um too early, no no clear report on what if he's going to be able to play yet. Too early in the week to tell. But I still believe that 49ers could win this game. All right. I agree with that. Uh, you got Bengals against the Oakland Raiders. Got to go Oakland. Got to go with Oakland. Yep. Right. We're saying Oakland is rising to the top, man. Cincinnati is just a bad team. Cincinnati <laughs> looks like they'll be picking a quarterback with that first pick. Mm. Joe Burrow. <laughs> there you go. The first pick. That's a hell of a good pick. How about too. a shout out to Joe Burrow this week? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. In well, Alabama, what a hell of a game, huh? There you yes, go. Alabama. Mm. 
when you be a team like Alabama, you know you definitely ready for uh, on the road, yeah. on the road too. I hadn't. I in in reality, I can't remember the last time, or I don't think there was a time that I remember watching a college football game with that much talent on it. I mean, both teams have first round talent that go like probably four, five, or six deep. You know, four yeah. wide, like three wide receivers on both teams, running backs, linebackers, defensive linemen, edge rushes, corners. I mean, man, that's you got to go back have... to probably the years of Miami playing uh, Oklahoma or Miami yes. playing Florida. Yes, it State. has to go all mm. the way back. Yes, until like the late '80s, early '90s, those mm. kind of games, yes. man. I mean, I mean, come on, man. Like You're just right. just off of mm-hmm. the house, the names that everybody know. You think about yeah. it, Tua. And Joe Burrow straight off the bat, you know. Then you then you go with then you go with uh, Alabama's, you know, talent and at wide receiver with uh, Jerry Judy and man, I mean, come on, yeah. uh, Christian Fulton as a corner for for LSU, uh, Grant Delpit the safety for for LSU. I mean, man, like, it just goes on and on and on. I agree. Uh, oh, this is a good. This is interesting. Uh, the Patriots against the Eagles. Yeah, that should be another good one. Um, wow, <laughs> that's a pretty good one, man. Yeah. I think I think this, I think the I think again, this is this is one of those things where the Patriots haven't had, has haven't been challenged, and when they did get challenged by the the, the Ravens, they lost and they got beat. Um, I don't know if the Ravens offense, uh, the Eagles offense, could push that defense around the way the forty nine uh, the Ravens did, but I think. The Eagles' defense could push around that offense a little bit, and and I'm not saying that the Eagles are going to win because I still think the Eagles have issues in their DBs and their backfield in their in, in in their defense that could call that that could cause the uh, wide receivers running wide open. So I say it'll be a a, a very close game, but the Patriots are going to win something like uh, 21-17. And you know both teams are coming off a bye too, I believe. Yes. So I would have said if if, if it was only be- if it was only a Patriots coming off of the bye, I would have definitely said New England. But both teams coming off the bye. Philadelphia played good their previous uh, week. Uh, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go Philly. Like you said, tough game. 21-17, 24-21 around there. I think I think for me is uh every time we look at the second half of the season we think the Eagles are out the Eagles find a, a fucking way to get into the playoffs or to be in the playoffs I I, I don't know um I'm I'm gonna pick Philly I'm I'm actually gonna pick another upset Philly Philly to win this game and if they do then I won't be surprised um it's in Philadelphia the crowd is gonna be with them and this is a this is another important game for another team which is the which is the Eagles and this is for a division and it's for a playoff spot so yeah I'm gonna pick Philly and I think what you're saying very important I think with the NFC East. I think only the division winner is going to make the playoffs. I don't think you're going to have Agreed. division winner and a wild card. So yeah, I don't like think so. I think if you don't win the division in the NFC East, man, I think that's it for you. Yeah, there's a lot of good teams in the NFC this year, so I think yep. they got to win that division. So that's why, like you're saying, it's big. It's real big. Yeah, it's big. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday night game is the Chicago Bears against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. They won a game. They won a game. The the, the Bears won a game. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Trubisky won a game and he played pretty good, pretty well too. Um, that's my overhype. Only because he was playing a backup quarterback. That's why. Yeah, we know what happened. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you know, I'm just messing around, but um, I, I don't believe in him. Unfortunately, he's making Nagy look like half a coach. I think Nagy's a better co- offensive coordinator than, 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 than is playing out to be right now. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I think, um, I think this game is, man, this is this is gonna be one of those uh. Sunday nights. I don't. I don't think I want to watch. It's gonna be a bad game. The mm-hmm. Rams is crap. The offensive line is falling apart. Can't run the ball. Uh, Jared Goff is is is. I don't know. Is uh, he's really Stanking struggling? The place. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Rams on defense don't. I mean, they have so many issues. It's crazy. Um, I think the I think the Bears is more of a stable game team, which is ridiculous to say. And I I picked the Bears to win. Ugh, this uh, I'm gonna flip a coin. I'm gonna say the Rams. <laughs> I no, because it's like two teams that are just that have been struggling. All you know, they they're four and five, five and four. So they're both kind of you know. I'm gonna say L.A., but uh, maybe I guess because they're home. But I guess I'll take L.A. I'm gonna pick the Bears, and I still got Jared Goff struggling. Um, it's just, it's like. When when Todd Gurley actually had like a real good game, and guys, yeah, you're right. You no, know, if Todd Gurley's not on top of his game, then Jared Goff's game sucks ass, and <laughs> and, and that's and that's They'll real. Say real. That is real. That's, yeah, that's, and that's real. So yeah, um, I, I have mean, Chicago winning that game, and it's not. It's going to be a low scoring game because both quarterbacks is not going to look good. It we it sounded ridiculous when we were saying it a few episodes back when we were talking about the fact that it it sounded like just a rumor, but you could see it on the field. Uh, uh, this run, this Rams running back is just not himself. Todd Gurley is not himself, and and they, I, I, or they just do not want to run him into the ground. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. You know, several really key points in the game when they needed to run the ball, they did not. You know, I, I would yeah. think, I would think, I would think what? So now just because you paid Garrett Goff a bunch of money, you think he is the savior and not the fact that the running back, Todd Gurley, is not the reason why your offense ran so well in the last couple of years? I mean, come on, man. Give yeah. the damn guy the ball. Yeah. Right. And, and it's the ridiculous. Too. Yeah, whatever and the hell you the yards. get to do to give him the Open ball. It up for the, the wide receivers. And I thought Cook, Cooks is out, isn't he? Yes, he is out. Yes, he was injured. Yes, concussion. So he's out. Gurley opens up oh, the game for the wide oh. receivers and makes it easier. You know, so I don't. So yeah, I don't. I, mean, I really don't understand yeah. what's going on. But it's not good. No, they have the same problem as us. That their offensive line is just not good. Injuries. That is very true. You know, so. But someone should step up. I mean, they still got a lot of talent on that team. I mean, sure. yeah, <laughs> they they let their center walk, and I know he's an older guy, but they should have never let that dude walk away, man. Yeah. He he they, he he made a difference. You have a a guy with that much experience, you you don't let him go. There's a reason why when you have a quarterback that's younger, he needs that senior center, that that's guy that's gonna help him recognize. The fronts recognize blitzes and call call and call protections and stuff like that. That helps, you know. Stuff like that, you know. Hey, 
it's very important and it, and it only happens when it's more critical when it's the most critical is when you re understand how important it is to have a center like that exactly in the last game monday night uh chiefs against the chargers should be a good game and, and you know what casey's got to start winning because oakland is right behind him now you know casey's six and four oakland is five and four so they're gonna have to start you know they, they can't lose games like they did this week against tennessee that, that's a game that they can that they shouldn't lose and um so now they got a divisional game with the Chargers. now if they lose this let's say if the Chargers win this is, I think, a do-or-die game for the Chargers. You know, like, if they lose this game, they'll be three games out of first place. So, yeah. and about three games out of second place, too. So That would um, be, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so they, they definitely need this game. Um, but I, I still think Kansas City will win it. Kansas City, you know what? How bad is your def defense have to be for your quarterback to throw for 36 of 50, 446 yards and three touchdowns, and you still lose the game. <laughs> your defense have to be really bad for you to lose a game where your quarterback went off like that. No interceptions, 446 yards. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, yeah, you scored it, 32 points. So you shouldn't be losing a game. It's no, as simple as that, you man. You shouldn't. You should not. And and no. and and it, it's again, it return. It's the same problem they had last year. If that team's defense was better last year, they would have they would have probably went to the Super Bowl. That's how hmm. good that team was. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't, you know, their, um, wasn't um, their pass defense either. It was more their, uh, their rush defense. Their, run, their rush Henry, defense. Henry yeah. had a great game. He had 188 yards and, and two touchdowns. So, Tannehill only threw for 181 yards. Yeah. So, it wasn't really – I mean, he didn't throw they, that much. They haven't, but, yeah, they have an issue stopping the run. But that, that's just a bad look for yeah. the Chiefs, man. They got to wake up, uh, whatever yeah. it takes. And uh, – yeah, I think they, they I think they have they would win that game. I I, I picked them. Uh if Philip Rivers don't I don't know, Philip Rivers' eyes is not on is not on the prize and I then I don't see the Chargers winning winning a damn thing. Um and Mahomes and you know, Mahomes do what he gotta do. If that defense can't do shit, then the Chiefs not gonna win. So you think, I, you I, think Rivers is back next year? <sighs> if he, oh, if he's, he's not if he continues playing the way he is now. <laughs> He's, oh. I think he's a free agent after this year. That's crazy. Somebody will sign that dude him as a is damn near Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm not saying that he is. I'm just saying he's pretty close to it. Oh, he's, he's, definitely, <laughs> he's definitely he's going to the Hall of Fame. He's definitely going <laughs> to the Hall of Fame. Me. Please don't kill me, man. I'm just saying he never no, won a Super Bowl, and he doesn't have the uh, the 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 stat the off the uh, playoff stats that most uh, most uh, uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks do. So I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. He got, he got, <laughs> he got too many kids to take care of. So he needs to. Oh, he's gonna keep play. playing. He's gonna Let's keep playing. He's gonna play for another year or two. You know, make sure them kids are fed. <laughs> but I got the Chiefs winning though. Hey, so if the playoffs were to start today, the matchup would have been. Oh my God! The Steelers, the Steelers against the Houston Texans, the Bills against the Chiefs. Ravens and the and the Patriots would have had a bye week. Shockingly, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the number six team because of they uh they conference they conference record, which is a uh, four and two. Wow! Oakland and the Colts. Damn! Just a little uh, heads up about Philip Rivers. You know how much money he's made so far? Oh yeah, a in lot. sixteen years, 
In 16 so years. About 300 mil. Well, all right, 218. <laughs> yeah, just about. But how many kids does he have? That he's got, I, that's a lot I of money, know. man. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. that's still mm. 218. That, that man Phillip nah, Rivers is fine, man. Get off, get get off. He's alright. He's get off Philip Rivers, man. He's a good, he's a good yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Right. Until, that, good. until that divorce come in, then you know, come on, he'll be fine. <laughs> come on, dude. You ain't a divorce that I got. It's worth two hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, leave him Oh shoot, come on, man. Man, we can we can get into this topic off off the off the podcast, but y'all y'all get my drift though, man. Gotcha, gotcha. So so if the NFC playoffs were to start today, um, the Vikings would have went against the Saints, which would have been a good game, and the Seahawks would have went against the Cowboys, and the Packers and the Niners would have had a bye week. Mm. If the playoffs were to start today, and and the NFC is is not looking good for the Rams. Um, the Panthers or the Eagles, because the number six seed is seven and three. There you go. Yep. Like you said you got to win the it's division crazy. now. You got to win. Yeah, the yeah. Cowboys or the Eagles going to have to win the division to get that. It's going to be a lot of. Uh, it's going to be very, very cool going down the stretch here. The last six, seven weeks of the season, yes. man. A lot of good football. I hope. Mm-hmm. That's what we hope so. for. Yeah. Yep. Very, very interesting. But that's it for our podcast. Um, please give us a follow. Um. On Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, Instagram, and while Just Fans Podcast. So, you know, until next week, Wednesday, we out of here. We're taking flight. Take flight. Take flight, guys.